Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Easy Tarot Lessons. I am Dusty White. I'm your host, and I have with me today Sally, who is helping me out. Um, Sally, the floor is yours. What's our topic du jour? Well, today's question comes from our mailbag. Uh, Yesterday, a student asked, how do you tap into your intuition and how do you know your intuition is talking? And I thought it's an awesome question. So what are your thoughts? I think it's a great question. I wish I'd asked that. I wish I'd come up with that idea. Um, yeah, yeah. The, the tarot really is all about intuition. And I would argue, and I do, uh, in, you know, we have a school, easytarotlessons.com. Um, I would argue that to date, the tarot is the greatest tool for developing or strengthening your intuition. Uh, there is simply no better tool and and we've tried and tried now we're working on one here but stay tuned and we'll let you know but in the meantime grab your trusty tarot deck it is more than a fortune telling device uh and matter of fact it's really not a fortune telling device once you really know how it works the idea is that the tarot uh, will help you develop your intuitive gateway which is innate and natural to us so Oh, speaking of, uh, of uh, natural to us. So the first question I'm, I'm going to address is how how do you tap into your intuition? That should probably mm-hmm. be our main topic of the day. Um, make sure to put that in the title, right? <laughs> so look, look, we all we all use our intuition every day. It's 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 part of our emotional tool set. Now. Nature gives us a tool set. Nature gives us anger, love, hate, rage, uh, envy. There's uh, there's so many different emotions, and uh, it, it's very important to understand nature doesn't give us garbage. Mm-hmm. Uh, nature gives us survival tools, and of course, it's us. It's up to us. This is kind of like the difference between being a child and being a, an adult. When we're children, hey, we're awesome, right? Mm-hmm. But parents are always telling us, well, you don't know crap. And someday you're going to blah, blah, blah. And and you're not mature enough. And you need to, and all this stuff. And as much as I don't want to admit that's true, to some extent, there's a certain validity that we really, as adults or as human beings, let's say, we do need to mature. We do need to understand our nature Delphi said, I know that so, right? <laughs> right? We need to understand our nature, and that means we need to, con- well, I don't want to say Capricorn, you need to control your emotions, son, but, <laughs> you know, we got to have a handle on it. we got to, we got to, you know, if we're going to exist in polite society. So, getting to all that, um, our subconscious mind, right? So our subconscious mind has thousands of mundane jobs that, that we can't be bothered with, uh, like sleep regulation, hunger, pain awareness, need assessment, and any number of psychoactive responses that have the body tell the mind what it needs to be happy, healthy, and sane. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not our job to consciously be walking around going, breathe, breathe. Right, right. Breathe. Oh, I, I haven't eaten in a while. Hmm. Am I hungry? A body, you know, a subconscious mind 
is a sleeping giant. It does all this stuff so we can go, ooh, candy, ooh, Gucci bag, <laughs> ooh, oh, I hate you. It's like whatever, you know, we, we literally, we're like children and our subconscious mind is, well, I'm the adult around here. <laughs> so it, it takes care of so many things. And and uh, so these mundane jobs, of course, are coupled with emotions and, and again, I want to say that again, that there are no bad emotions, only improper responses and improper uses of those emotions. Mm-hmm. So, for example, love, you know, everybody's like, ah, love, love is awesome. And the poets are like, oh, love is the greatest thing in the world. And then all the New Agers are like, the power of love conquers mm-hmm. all. And like, yes, that's all good. You know, woo, yay, love, Venus, woo, woo, but uh, <laughs> Aphrodite, whatever. The problem is you can you can love the wrong people. You can love the wrong thing. Sure. Um, I love causing trouble. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Put it on there, Sparky. Um, <laughs> you can have unrequited love. You can have inappropriate love. Not even going anywhere near that. Right, right. The point is that we can be attracted to or we can love things in inappropriate ways or that are bad for, I, I love smoking mm. and, and I do I here's here's my mea culpa I love smoking I just I I, I quit <laughs> seven times <laughs> this is the eighth <laughs> the eighth one stuck stuck yes it's stuck um no I really do and I love smokers they're my people's woo woo and non-smokers are like ah, how dare you and I'm like I, I took dude I totally get you I don't smoke because it's bad for the environment and it's just it's bad for everybody and bad and 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 it's bad but the thing is that uh even though i don't i haven't rejected it i haven't become a, like a reformed oh, oh take that from me i'm beyond that i understand that uh, we may have vices for me smoking like oh boy that's a real vice why don't you get a right. real it's like, I don't want a real vice <laughs> so so love and then hate oh god it's you know, and, and it's it's nice that as children, we're taught not to hate. I mean, mm-hmm. let's look at the political system. No, it's not, because it's all hate, hate, hate. I hate you. Well, I hate you for hating me. Well, how dare you hate me? You don't know me. And just, wow. I mean, it, these emotions, love, hate, greed, hunger, obsession, lust, animal desires, rage, these are all natural tools. Nature doesn't give us garbage. Nature says, here's everything you want. Good luck figuring out which <laughs> is appropriate at church. Mm-hmm. So the point is that this is why we have mystery schools. This is, and all this all comes into intuition um, over thousands of years. Oh my God, the thousands and thousands of years, our ancestor researchers have been learning and teaching. Believe me, they weren't just sitting around banging rocks together until all of a sudden we had MTV and computers and face crap mm-hmm. and Twitch and, you know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> we They were sitting around staring at sheep, staring at the grass, staring at the stars, but they were, they were researching. I mean, ever heard of somebody called Plato? I mean, he's, he's old, right? Or ancient Egypt. Those guys just had rocks that they were banging together, but they were, they, they were learning and teaching. And the problem is along the way, they found all these secrets and they found a disinterested public. And this, we, we have this to this day. We have mystery schools available to us. 
They're, some are free to the public. Some are incredibly inexpensive. They just take time, mm-hmm. they take dedication, they take commitment. No, fuck that. I'm going to go on face crack, you know? I'm, right. I'm going to go play WoW, or nobody plays WoW. I'm playing Final Fantasy, or I, I don't know what it was. <laughs> Grandpa's talking about games from the 20th century. I play Super <laughs> whatever, you know, Super Mario <laughs> Grandchildren. That's the new thing. Pokeballs. <laughs> I'm just making shit out, because I don't know. The thing is, we have a disinterested public. Mm-hmm. You know, I know I'm a member of several mystery schools. Shh, don't say that. Don't talk right. about fighting, right? But the thing is, I can tell you, it's not always fun. It's kind of boring. Uh, but, but you know, it's like meditation. You get up every day, you do the work, and then and you feel, hey, you know, I feel really good. I feel magical. I feel in tune. Like I am, you know, ow, that's my arm. That's still me, <laughs> but I, I'm also, you know, you feel more aware. So you, that's the, the secret is that you're, you're always going to be human. You're always going to, ow, that, I'm wrapping my hands on a table and that hurts you will feel pain you will feel the physical sensations and you'll you know you got to eat sleep breathe and poop like everybody else but the joy of being a mystery school other than like ooh, i'm elitist uh or you know, i'm secret club everybody likes their secret clubs right you know? right but, but the point is and, and again that's not the point of a mystery school but but it is kind of a a side effect that a lot of them get but the but the point is to enhance your awareness you know you know build your intuition understand what's beyond the veil so that you can see more do more you can make better decisions you can counsel people you know if you want to do that you can profit in so many ways in your personal life uh, millionaires, billionaires, this is what they go to school for. Not not every millionaire. Not anybody who wins the lottery and is like, oh, I'm a millionaire. Now I'm in a mystery school. But so many of the top universities with their secret societies, it's like an, uh, um, uh, what is it? Uh, elective. Boy, mm-hmm. that was a good word. It's like an elective club. It's like a. It's like, look, if you're doing really well and you have more brain power and time, why don't you come over here and learn even more? Why don't you, you know, why don't we shape you into a world leader? It's like, okay, and that's about as far as I'm going to go with that. But the point is that is why we have mystery schools. Is that throughout time, the the various schools have found that most of the public is disinterested, and you know, we can only go so far to help people. We can't bang on their door and force people to learn. The other thing, though, is that mystery schools have found persecution. This is just written history. Just matter of fact, you don't even have to go very far. You could look down the street. Churches, uh, political hierarchy, wealthy tyrants. They knew throughout time that the easiest crowds to control are undereducated, angry people. Mm-hmm. I'm angry. I'm going to take to the streets. <laughs> yes, do that. Because I'm not saying do that. I'm saying <laughs> I could be careful here. The, the point is that stupid, angry people, and I hope there are none on the planet. You know, everybody's, mm-hmm. everybody's smart. Everybody's a snowflake. I support everybody. But hypothetically, if there were stupid, angry people, like in the past, let's say, the church or the king or the sultan or, or, you know, the wealthy overlords, they find them so much easier to control so that the powerful elite can just go live their lives unabated. 
You know, mm-hmm. um, everybody has obsession, lust, animal desires, rage. But those in power, if they are not enlightened, will will use that you know use that wealth to go yeah more for me, more cocaine for me. Well, right. yay! But that you know it's it's de- uh, detrimental to society. So this all goes into mystery schools went underground. We we mystery schools to these days are so selective in whom they teach, and even once you're admi- and admitted, <laughs> I can't get that word out. Once you're admitted, once they let you in, right? Uh, they're even more selective on what they're going to teach you. Mm-hmm. That's the worst part, you know. You, I'm just going to make this up. Um, every, okay, I'm not making up Skull and Bones. I know Yale's Yale's Club Skull and Bones. I did a whole movie on it. Watch it. It's called Secrets of the Self Help Illuminati. Um, it's free. Uh, you know, I'm not going to charge you for it. Uh, it's an expose. So, so let's say hypothetically the Yale Skull and Bones Club. Let's just pretend for a moment that they were actually a mystery school organization. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just using them as an example, it's hard enough to get in, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, now, maybe something like the Rosicrucians, the MRC, or the other Rosicrucians, uh, OTO, Golden Dawn, uh, various sequels, some of the uh, some of the, not sequels, uh, some of the other societies, clubs, secret uh, schools. Uh, I don't know if there's any form of the Theosophical Society, and there's there's even more and more secret ones, you know, Bavarian and whatnot. The point is, these are ones anybody can find, right? Mm-hmm. And and to a lesser extent, no offense when I say lesser extent, the Scottish Masons and whatnot. Mm-hmm. It's not that you can't get in, you know, simple interview process, you know, the, making sure that you're, you know, a good candidate. It's mm-hmm. enough, right? You you get in, all right. But then years and years of training and what they're trying to do is they're trying to train you or cleanse you so that they can you can get to the point where you can reach your intuitive gateway. Now we're going to do it in half an hour or we're going to do all this stuff really quick. <laughs> I promise you that today, but I want to let you know what's going on. And um, there, there are numerous initiations. So, so you get into one of these schools or mm-hmm. something. There's all kinds of initiations. Uh, I, crap, Sally, you're a master druid. You, you mm-hmm. have your own little secret tree hugging secret things that you have to do to make sure the person who's following the path is worthy of the next grade. Mm-hmm. Um, there's all kinds of challenges to prove the quality of your character and, and your ability to keep secrets. Mm-hmm. So why do people tune in right now? They didn't tune in to hear me rant. They want to know what, <laughs> what can you do? What can, what can you do right now? Well, I'm going to put it out there. This is why we have a school. We have a school. Go to easytarotlessons.com and get your butt in a seat. And we do teach you all of this. Uh, it's 10 bucks a week. Don't be such a tight ass. Now, in the meantime, I promised for free. So for right now, the easiest way to describe how to do all of this without a series of lectures. We'll do it all in a short period of time here. Stop this recording, grab your fool card from your tarot deck, bring it over, take a look at it, and uh, or, you know, look at it on the internet, just type in the fool tarot card and look for the standard one.
uh, if you're brand new to the tarot, standard one is one you'll find. Uh, it was done by Pamela Coleman Smith under the direction of Arthur Edward Waite. Specifically, he was heavily invested in the trump cards or, dare I say, the quote, major arcana. That's, mm -hmm. that's a lie handed to us from uh, Paul Christian on the idea that the Egyptians... You know, the tarot was like secretly some Egyptian secrets, but there are no tarot cards in hieroglyphs anywhere. Uh, they have hieroglyphs. They've got all kinds of secrets. The tarot wasn't invented until like 1438. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe, maybe like 1450, technically. Sorry about that. <laughs> got to get it right, right? <laughs> and that was in Italy, not, uh, not uh, Egypt. Egypt did give us the Mamluk cards, which are pretty awesome and they they predated the tarot but they are absolutely not the tarot or anything uh no no they they would have not put up with that kind of stuff um right so grab your full card right so you're going to need mm -hmm. the standard version the writer version usually comes in the yellow box right or the universal tarot or the radiant tarot this is the one where the guy is walking off the cliff like what an idiot right because it says the fool <laughs> off the cliff and dog's like oh no burk, burk, hey pay attention to me he's like dude edge come on yeah, he's like, no, dude, I just smoked some pot. See, here's my poppy flower. Technically, that would be what, heroin? Right? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Just get stay in drugs. Don't do school, right? <laughs> All right, so uh, there is a lesson of the fool and the happy dog, and I'm going to give that to you. Normally, we do this in school, but I'll give you a short version. Okay, I've got my fool card. So we have our fool card in front of us. What do we see? Uh, you know, cover up the words that says the fool, or better yet, just take some scissors and go snip and go on. Right? <laughs> With your second deck, not your first deck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't like destroy your deck. I mean, print out one and, and rip it off the bottom. But in other words, just, you know, zoom in on the, on your screen, right? What we see here is a finely dressed gentleman. If you, if you compare him to other people in the, in the tarot, especially the, the, the mundane cards, right? The so-called mm -hmm. minor arcana or the day-to-day -day cards. What we have here, what we have here is failure to communicate. <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> That's another one. Watch that movie. Watch Cole Handbook. Um, that, that will help you with your intuition, he says. So uh, if we look at other cards, yeah. Fucking Romans, right? They're all like wearing togas. Right. Um, the, the people are generally plainly dressed. And we're not talking about the pages or the kings or the queens, but, but just regular people doing regular things. This guy has got a flowery pattern. Mm -hmm. Think about back in the time that wasn't printed. That was actually like a Persian rug. That was actually hand woven into that. Or maybe it was an applique, uh, whatever the hell that is, right? Mm -hmm. Um and and he's got the hobo bag on a stick, but but I watched cartoons when I was a kid. A hobo bag is a is a kerchief, which is a, a shortened version of the handkerchief. It's a big handkerchief, and you put your stuff in it. You put it on a stick. No, he's got a really nice bag. And again, think of the faking medievalism. Thank you, Holy Volley, for that. This was a an Edwardian image. No, this was this was a, a medieval image done uh, in Edwardian times. Boy, that was hard to say. <laughs> uh, so, in other words, it was it was a it was a flawed retrospective, 
and and of course to us you know in our modern day like swords <laughs> swords and sticks nobody uses that ha 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 you know it's, it's dumb so with our advancements in technology we're looking at a different world but we're not looking at an accurate world mm-hmm. look no offense but i i went to school for this aliens didn't build the pyramids i'm not saying aliens don't exist but i'm saying aliens didn't build the pyramids in that same way okay now that i pissed off half the people right <laughs> the the fool is not an actual real thing in life it's it's something that arthur edward wait uh took from a 15th century um card you know image where, where the guy just had a, a you know you go back to the original uh pre-marseille you go back to like the solo busca deck or mm-hmm. uh, um ah god damn it <laughs> the italian decks whose name i can't remember visconti sforza <laughs> pull that one out of the way but and and you know and it's either a cat or a dog going ah you know just attacking the guy's leg but it's a guy, just a guy like walking around he's basically he's you know he's a, he's a bum you're a bum rocky oh you have a bum <laughs> uh, but but wait wait you know change that and remember see art changes the meaning of the right. cards right. always it's important that's why why the deck you use like which deck should you use when well, use the deck that actually speaks to you um and uh sad reality is that most of the decks that speak to most of the people are the most boring ones otherwise you know we'd all be reading with the fancy decks we all buy the fancy decks all right i i know you do i do we all buy- sure yeah we buy the pretty decks and we go i'm gonna read with this and we get about a couple of weeks in all right you know, and we're not going to charge, not not for that kind of crap. Right. Back to our stupid, boring writer deck. But this one speaks to us. Mm-hmm. That's the one speaks to us. So, point is, he changed the meaning of the card because you know to to match his his desires. Mm-hmm. So, in that sense, he is the godfather of the modern tarot, Arthur Edward Waite. So, anyway, and then he paid Pamela like almost nothing. Think, uh, here, I ain't got no money. Just, just do it quickly and and go away. We'll we'll take care of it. The rest of us ourselves. So, you know, but the point is, this is the tarot we have, and and so we, you know, we work with it. It's like like we only have seven days of the week. What are we going to do? Complain? We don't have ten, so we can do a metric week. <laughs> no, nope, no, nope, got seven. Stop it. Leave it there. It's like the tarot. This is what we got. Shut up and do it. Where's Paula Dulcet? <laughs> I don't even know why I was thinking that yesterday. I was like, wow, okay, that came out of nowhere. Um, so we have the tarot. He's about to step off, right? He must mm-hmm. step off the cliff. Uh, what I want you to imagine is that as guardian, I forget the name of it, the Rainbow Bridge, we're just going to call it that. It has an actual name. Um, between Midgard, uh, Earth, and Asgard, you know, uh, the celestial overlord world, not necessarily heaven, um, where the uh, where the uh, Norse mythology lives. Mm-hmm. So we have a rainbow bridge. So the the thing is that he is not seeing with his eyeballs. I I, I want to go to pop culture here and go to the 2000 <laughs> movie Avatar with the blue kitty people, right? Right. And they had this phrase that they said over and over and over, and it was, well, not de came. And pardon me, Professor, you know who you are, uh, who invented the language. Uh, he's, 
he doesn't listen to the podcast, but if he does, he's like, God damn it, you wrote a book on this language and you can't even pronounce it. Well, the, the whole thing of well, Nati Kame is I see you. And, and it's like, it's right there in the movie. It's like, and it's like, oh, yeah, oh, I see you. You're right in front of me. It's like, no, no, no. It's like, I see you. I, I, I validate you. I see into you. I have, I, I know astrology. I know your makeup. I know all your secrets. I, I, I know what you're about to do. You know, I see you. So what that implies is that we're not seeing with our, um, again, the gorillas, right? You, uh, you, you don't see with your eyes, you perceive with your mind. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, damn references. Uh, but you know, however, however it is that people quickly absorb information, that's what we do. So you're, so he is, perceiving with his mind he is you know like like don't kids don't do this at home okay i said there's my disclaimer okay now blind for your, blindfold yourself and walk downstairs um boy <laughs> yes okay. don't do this at home <laughs> don't do this at home lawsuit supply right um but but in, if you imagine what you're doing, you're like <laughs> there's a damn handrail and like your foot's like uh, uh, all of your conscious awareness is going to be transferred so you want to know how to transfer your conscious awareness i just told you transfer it and you know people the mystery school you'll hear you'll hear things like I'm, I'm telling stories out of school don't tell anybody transfer your awareness to your feet mm -hmm. like how do you do that well <laughs> blind for yourself walk downstairs <laughs> oh because me like ah, wait 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 every every ounce of your awareness is going to be focused on where your next foot not footfall, right? Even though that's mm -hmm. a tight term, where your next foot step, your foot placement is going to be. Right. Uh, all right. So this this is super important because this shows the state of mind of how we address, how we get into, how we immerse ourselves to access our intuition. Um, I, I say intuitive gateway. I'll explain that in a moment. When we're looking at this card, and here's another super secret lesson on how to read the tarot, is don't look at the card. Look at the analogy. Look at the uh, look at the metaphor. Mm -hmm. uh, now, now do do look at the image and see what it is. But also, you know, don't rush don't rush to judgment. Don't don't rush to translation. Um, but uh, don't rush to the metaphor. But but see it on several levels. Hence, well, not the kame. See it with your eyes, see the image, see the metaphor, apply the metaphor to the question you ask as an answer. The card comes up as an answer to the question you ask. We've already talked about this. And again, come to fucking school. Go to easytarelessness.com. Give me $10 a week. I will take care of you. Oh, by the way, you get to study with other students. You're not alone. Never I, alone. Like, you're never alone. <laughs> no, <laughs> we all have to learn this on our own. It sucks. It did. So I, I invented a damn study. I know that people have invented study groups, but I was like, look, I'm going to force people to study together. It turned out it worked really well. All right, 10 bucks a week. Get in there. In the meantime, I would start for a dollar just, just to see if it's right for you, right? Mm -hmm. uh, whole month, one dollar. See if it's working. If you don't like it, let me know. I'll give you your dollar back. Kick you out of school. Um, so here's what we're doing, though. We are immersing ourselves by uh, the, the way you would do this physically is, okay, so I've got a piece of paper in front of me. There's words on it. I'm Rocky Horror Power Circles. What, what the hell is that? Okay, some words, <laughs> right? Now, if I if I just lose focus, I'm like, word, there's an O, 
Hmm? There's a B. Is there a Q? Okay, now I gotta focus back in to see if I find a Q. So like the the way that we just kind of defocus ourselves. That, that, I just made that word up, so deal with it. Um the, the way that we translate out of our of our hyper focus, hyper aware. I'm 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 alert, I'm Jack Bauer, I'm I've got to pay attention to what's going on because you know I'm it's a drama, it's a TV drama. No, 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 you right. <laughs> just chill dude i same thing right you we we lose our focus mm-hmm. we don't lose our attention you know just, we, i'm just thinking about whatever now we we stay on stay on target as some storage uh we stay on target we stay focused but we lose our obsessive hmm, obsessive focus mm-hmm. we kind of like like you know as we're driving down the road kids don't do this home we're holding onto the wheel let go of the wheel but is it let go let god no do not let yeah, go of this yeah. steering wheel <laughs> do that when you're parked and the emergency brake is on and the engine is off you know you're getting out of your car yeah don't hold on to your steering wheel when you're trying to get out of your car um yeah yeah let let fucking go all right so this is how we get into that essence of, of what the fool is doing. He knows because his intuition told him. He knows there's a rainbow bridge. It, this is one of the things where it, it's not a matter of if you believe it will happen. Um, but you do have to, you have to let go of what you know so you can open your mind to the information that, let's say, God, right? God, uh-huh. you if you're for if you are pagan you prefer the gods or god and goddess or goddess that's okay i'm just gonna god you can put whatever you want right defend the least amount of people possible because we're just trying to get the message across Mm -hmm. so you let go let god right so you you relax you breathe that's generally the thing you'll hear everybody say and then you lose your focus uh, you know, when you, you're paying attention to what you're doing, but you lose your focus and the bridge appears. Mm-hmm. Now, now, Yappy Dog there represents our conscious mind. Um, I believe it was even great that told me this. That was a long time ago. One of my earliest things is one of the few things that I really remember really like from my earliest part of my tarot studies because there was so much garbage that I got. But this one I really liked. I cannot take credit for it. So I want to say it was anonymous, not anonymous author, but someone so far back, I have to go back and, and try to remember, uh, wrote that the, the yappy dog is our conscious mind. It's like, mm, I wonder if that was one of my mystery schools. So maybe I shouldn't be saying that to you guys. <laughs> don't tell anybody, right? <laughs> I mean, don't tell anybody. I, I told you, just don't tell anybody about this secret. So the do- yappy dog, hence his name, yappy dog, is like our conscious mind. And I've got so many lessons on that, just free podcasts, school, whatever. Just, just go find them, you'll find it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for right now, you know, we're just going to say yappy dog. So the, the the secret is you become the fool, right? So this is how we tap into our awareness. Now, here are the steps. Here are the steps we have to take. This is where you write these down. First off, you relax your awareness. Well, we just spent a whole bunch of time talking about that. Focus on your target. Okay, this is important. Don't try to empty your mind. You know, we're not Zen. Like, I think of nothing. I do transcendental meditation, right? I think of nothing, nothing. I must, oh my God, I thought of an apple. I, I right. fail. But empty my mind. No, we're, we're not going that far, right? We're just, we're emptying our mind of garbage 
by focusing on our awareness, but at the same time, I mean, focusing on our, our target, our question, right. uh, but we're not trying to empty our mind of everything, uh, just, just the ancillaries. Okay, so uh, it helps with an example. Uh, intuition, right? So, oh my God, which way do I go? Do I go left or I go right? Okay, uh, don't have a tarot card in front of us. We got a tarot card. Oh, we got, we got an entire deck. It's all the damn fool cards. It's, every <laughs> card comes out the same. Ah, okay, fine. So we take the stupid fool card and we go, mm, okay, it's going to help me as a, as a, as a, um, a mandala, right? Mandala. So it's a thing that we're just focusing on going, oh, okay, I'm just losing my awareness to this. So you focus on your target. Right, right now, our target is like, oh, which way do I go? Which right. way do I go, George? Right. Uh, it's Bugs Bunny. Um, that technically wasn't Bugs Bunny. It was from it was from, um, the dog that they called Ralph, but it wasn't Ralph at the time. He was um, his big dopey dog and all the little bloodhounds. Uh, he caught that cut that rabbit and cut his tail off. So, see, it, you got to pay attention, kids. You got to got to know your resources. This is like Shakespeare, right? <laughs> it's like nobody Bugs Bunny is the Shakespeare of our generation. <laughs> Thank you. And and future generations, because remember, Shakespeare is 1,600 years. I mean, 1,600, so, or 1,500. I'm like, oh, God, right? Where do I go to school? You don't. Um, so, yeah, so we got we got like 400 years of Bugs Bunny, right? We could, mm-hmm. we, until it gets old, right? And then we're just like, oh, my God. So focus on your target. In this case, my target is which way do we go? Which way do we go? And then the next thing is you extend your ears. And I don't mean extendable ears from Harry Potter, right? That's also 20th century. Extend <laughs> your, although that that extendable ears might have been 21st century because I was in like book four or something. So extend your ears as if you're trying to hear a distant sound, um, right? Mm-hmm. So which way do I go? You relax, you breathe, you focus on the question, you kind of lose focus of what you're looking at at the moment. You've like a, got a ghostly image. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like if you stare at the sun, don't do that. Close your eyes. You're going to see a big blot, right? That's a ghostly image. That's the quality if somebody, most people like here, I've got an orange post-it note and I'm going, okay, orange post-it note, orange post-it note. Close my eyes, trying to see an orange post-it note. The best I will get is a, is a ghostly image. I get, oh, I, I get a perfect representation. Well, yay for you. Um, most people, even with training, will get a ghostly image because the mind is always going, hey, what about this? What about this? Right. So what we're doing is we're turning reality into a ghostly image. We're saying, okay, yeah, yeah, this thing is in front of me. Like if you if you squint, you kind of close your eyes just a little bit, you might be able to still see physically what's in front of you. Uh-huh. Or if you're totally unfocused, like, what are you doing? What are you doing? I'm not paying attention. That that becomes a ghostly image. So we're flipping it around. So I'm giving you some great detail because I'm not going to be there to help you do it. Relax your awareness. Focus your target. Uh, focus on your target. Your target in this case is which way do I go? And you're not looking at the sign that says this way or that way or the branch in the road. You're just, but you're aware of it because it's right there. But you're tuning out. Tune out. Tune in. Drop out. Right. I don't know. That guy's dead. Whatever he said. Right. Um, and then again, you you extend your ears. Now. I do say ears because that is the easiest way to access to our intuition is to pretend like we are trying to hear something or actually try to hear something that doesn't exist. If you don't like the word pretend, uh, 
your intuitive impulses may come to you through visions, a sense of awareness. Uh, you may be pulled in a direction or feel a direction is the way to go. You're not necessarily going to hear the words, turn right. Uh, and you may, your, your yappy dog, your conscious awareness may jump in and go, I'm your intuition, turn right, because there's ice cream and I want to go that way. <laughs> you know, subconscious mind, what is that? That's pride fucking with you. No, that's your subconscious mind fucking with you. Um, don't let it do that. So, um, it, it, you know, this is why we have mystery schools. This is why I have a school. This is why it takes practice. But fuck it. You don't have time for all that. Do it right now. Okay. So right now, you just relax. You do that. Um, start by extending your ears. And it, that puts your mind in a receptive state, a receptive searching state. That's what I should say. You don't want to be in a receptive state. You want to be in a receptive, proactively searching state. Okay, now, Baba, quietly, quietly examine the images, sights, sounds, ideas that are coming at you. So you're doing all this, and, and you, you will get uh, input. You will get data. I want you to dismiss anything that doesn't make any sense. And dismiss things that lead your focus uh, somewhere else. Right. That's the thing. This is where we just, we get away from the ancillary stuff. And this is where I want to talk about intuitive gateway. So the fastest way to develop your intuition is to realize what it is. It is an intuitive gateway. I want you to think, uh, and pardon me if I get it wrong, I'm going to say uh, pineal pituitary, I can never get it right. It's the one by the medulla oblongata. It's that thing way down deep in your reptilian brain, because there's a gland up, you know, I think the pineal gland is like your third eye, and no one's, I think the pituitary gland is down the bottom. So, this is not, kids, this is not medical advice. So you, <laughs> Nor not, anatomy class. Right? Well, certainly not, right? Um <laughs> But if we're like, this is what this is what happens when you study all this crap for years, well, your entire life, and you get a job as a Beverly Hills psychic, and you get to talk to all these other world class professionals, going, "Oh my God, I'm so excited to be here. I'm in my 20s. How do you, how does this work? How does this work? I mean, I know how I do it. How do you do it? How do you do it? And you just talk to hundreds and hundreds, and hundreds of the best psychics. You keep pestering them, and and a the little circle jerk of psychics all just asking each other questions and and we're going you know we're trying to figure out how everybody else does it because we want to be super special right and we didn't have the we didn't have the limitations of mystery schools because hey you know we're all in the club you know mm -hmm. and we knew what we knew we knew how we did it we'd all we we wouldn't have been there if we hadn't all had our journeys but we had different journeys so i just asked all these questions and what i've come to find out is that it Here's how you tell intuition from imagination is the core, I'll talk about that later, but the core method, the core thing is it will feel like it's coming from the back part of your brain towards the bottom around where your pituitary, I mean, or whatever that, you know, pineal, mm -hmm. that thing right by your medullum, your genitalium brain. I'm going to pick up a word and an anatomy book. Uh, and the thing is that I've looked at this over and over and I can, and it's still, it just refuses to stick. Um, 
no matter what I do, it just does not stick. Anyway, uh, the, 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 the name of the place, not the locations. Sure. So it'll feel like it's coming from there. Like we'll have thoughts and sometimes so your thoughts, if you're big, you gotta, you gotta kind of pay attention. And some people will get this easily. Some people will find it harder, but sometimes your thoughts feel in the front of your head, usually mm-hmm. they like the center of your head. Sometimes though, you know, some go, Oh, I got a feeling in my gut. Well, no, that's a feeling in your gut, right? That's a thing that goes from your Mars, or your Venus, we're talking astrologically up through your subconscious mind, your moon and into your, your conscious awareness. So yeah, you can feel, thoughts from different parts of your body but that's Mm -hmm. really advanced stuff Uh, for right now just inside your brain um the difference between talking yappy dog right that's your your conscious awareness and channeling is that as you're channeling it will feel as if this is your it's my words coming out of my mouth you know but it will feel like something is inhabiting your brain or and again differs from person to person and how psychologically fucked up they are and how much emotional baggage they have. Um, you know, Oh my God, I'm possessed. You are not possessed. Most, most people, most people will never be possessed if somebody gets possessed. And it's such a, it's, it's such a high bar to entry. It's so hard for someone to be possessed. So I'm not saying it doesn't happen. I'm just saying that most cases, no, the person's just, emotionally fucked up and they're not processing their intuitive capabilities properly and and of course they haven't been trained for it so it's like oh my god it's new what the hell is happening you know it's happened to me as a teenager oh my god what the hell is happening so uh, your yappy dog mind you know you're blah, 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 and it, and when you're channeling it will feel like somebody is whispering in your ear or ideas are just naturally coming to you we uh if you really want to strengthen your, your intuition super easy way practice automatic writing which is free writing you sit down hands on your keyboard or pencil and paper look off in the distance start writing what's on your mind and and then try with just enough conscious awareness to focus in shapes, so you're not going blah, 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 horses, bunnies, pickles, unicorns. <laughs> you know, if a story emerges, let it emerge. You know, you're, you're just, you're a shepherd. You're not the sheep. You're the shepherd allowing the sheep to go, and you're just kind of guiding them along. No, no, we want to go. There. Look, it's time to go home today. So we're just kind of like guiding over here, and the sheep are like, ah, and your little guard dog is helping you. Your happy dog is right, helping. But you're not forcing your sheep, just kind of like, hey, you know, come here we go. And you're moving them together, and they're like, oh, okay. And this is literally so that shepherd, guard dog, um, sheep thing is actually a great analogy now that I think about it for helping you understand how you do your automatic writing and again practice repetition and what happens is internally you start to realize the little key notes or key awareness factors that you go oh this is gee this is how it works this is what Mm -hmm. dusty was talking about all right so going back to Sorry about that. Here we go. So relax your awareness, focus your target, focus on your target, right? Extend your ears, quietly imagine, uh, I mean, quietly examine, right? All of the, I've got notes here, right? So quietly examine all the sounds, images, all that stuff coming to you and dismiss the garbage. Just, mm-hmm. just quietly shoo it off to the side. Don't make it a big deal. The more we make a big deal out of it, the more we get distracted 
from what we're doing. We're not giving it power. We're just paying more attention to it than, than what we should be. So it's like, you know, it's like, like a crumb, just like a flip, flip. We're not paying attention to that. We're paying attention to the spaghetti in our plate, not the crumbs we're leaving on the table because we're <laughs> uh, messy eaters. Uh, now, crucial. This is crucial. People go, oh, I'm, I, I, I can't do that. Repeat this process every 60 seconds. That's the key. You've spent all this time doing it. It's just, um, it's like, um, like an engine, right? The engine um, goes piston fire, piston fire, piston fire, because it's a you know V8, V6, whatever. Generally in a V, but it can be rotary engine. But what happens is one piston, the spark plug will fire. It will. I know you got an electric car, whatever. Uh, <laughs> it will explode or ignite. It will ignite the air gasoline mixture which causes an explosion means expansion right so it causes an expansion which forces the piston down which opens up the valve to release the gas so the piston can come back up in its cycle so in other words it's like one like our waltz one two three one two three there's always a one two three there's a there's this definite pattern so in other words every 60 seconds or so do this again recenter restate what you're after so no it's every 60 seconds make sure you're you know quick quick checklist i'm relaxed focusing on my target i'm listening getting rid of everything you, mm-hmm. you keep doing that like a cycle blip, 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 blip. the more you do this meaning you do you you do this process like five or ten times over the course of a minute it, it just or not over a minute sorry, just 60 seconds right over the course of five or ten minutes it's actually going to become, even in your first try, right? It's going to become a much more natural thing. Your first couple of times are going to be hardest, and then your first couple of sessions are going to be hardest. But you'll be surprised how quickly it comes to you and how easy it is to go, oh, okay, thinking about this, right? Thinking about this, thinking about this. But because we're being very gentle, we're not being, oh, I must do this, and we're not allowing our mind just to go all over the place. You're actually going to maintain focus. You're going to, uh, we, we don't beg. We don't explain away. These things don't do any good psychically. They're just, mm-hmm. they're just psychological crutches. We demand. We just go, you know, we like, we, we assume it's called an assumptive close in uh, marketing or sales. Like, right. well, of, of course, you here, here's your pen. Um, let's make this happen. You know, you, you don't ask for the order. You assume the order. Now, I'm not telling you how to, you know, manipulate people, but I'm saying this is what you do in your brain is you just assume you go, okay, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, right? Now, do this. Here's the fun part, right? This is the part you're going to hate. You do this for weeks, or years until you can easily hold a thought in your mind obsessively for several minutes on end. That's it. This is this is how we train our intuition to get. I, if you want to go to school, learn this faster and easier. EasyTarotLessons.com. I know it's an advertisement. Go to the Academy of Divination. It'll help you. But for right now, free instruction. Just do everything I just said here. It does work. Now, obsession. Right. This is obsession. Mm-hmm. Is a great tool obsession keeps us focused we hear like oh don't be so obsessed or oh my god he was obsessed with me or whatever yeah you know he he was obsessed with wealth we always hear the word obsession and it's followed by bad 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 
Right. But possession is actually a, is a super valuable tool that nature gave us. So if, if we use it right, properly, right? So possession mm-hmm. is easy when the subconscious forces it on us. Oh, my God. I, you know, here's the, here's the uh, subconscious talking to us. You want that, don't you? You want that cheesecake? I'm going to have you obsess on that. <laughs> right. I'm going to make you obsess on that. But what we're doing, we are taking back our power. Taking back, literally, except we're doing it in our side of mind. We're taking back our power. Hashtag know your power. Hashtag know your value. This is all real. It's all true. It's all good. We're using one of the tools nature gave us, but we are in charge of our own mind. We are in charge of our own destinies now. I know, Dusty, it's not that easy. Yes, it is. Small little bites. How do you eat any meal? Small little bites. The next thing you know, it's gone. It's right, a right. Uh, that hot dog vanished because well, I ate. You know, I'm not a hot dog eating champion. I just bite, bite, bite. And sure, maybe it took 10 minutes, but like an hour later, I'm like, wow, lunch went by really quickly. Right. Okay. And so it only seems long when we're in the process. Just do this. Now, here's another thing. You know, like this. So we've done all that, right? We've done, we've, we've, we've added obsession even a little tiny bit. If you, if you can't do this right away, don't worry about it. But we've added a little bit of obsession, obsession to help us do this. Now add emotion. Add an emotion. Pick anyone you like. Add an emotion to flavor your awareness. This makes it more interesting and clingy to your psyche. Mm-hmm. Adding, a, an, uh, adding a relevant, it's going to be relevant, right? <laughs> adding a relevant emotion helps you keep your conscious mind's attention and your interest level high. Mm-hmm. So if we're trying to develop our intuition, what we do is we we grab something and say, okay, first off, you got to have a question. Uh, okay, my question is, should I marry this person or that person? All right, so mm-hmm. relax your awareness, go over the basic facts, you know, like familiarize yourself with the concept. Right, now, focus on your questions. Which one should I do? Extend your ears, quietly shift out all the stuff, and then keep, keep, um, Keep repeating. Okay, no, no, I'm going back to focus, going back to focus, because what happens, you will see your mind wander. You go, mm-hmm. hey, over here. So you stay on focus. I, if you have to, just take a little post-it note, you know, or a little piece of paper. Write down, <laughs> don't write the word focus, but <laughs> write down what you're focusing on. Find a little obsession. Find, ooh, you know, find a value. Find a value, and it's easy to find obsession. Then add an emotion. Again, emotion stains memory. Emotion makes our, our, our intuition a little easier. We've got to be careful playing with too much emotion because it will stain the messages coming through our intuitive gateway. Speaking of which, sorry, I, I said I'd do this earlier. I'm not this scattered in a normal lecture, but this is free. So you get, you know, just you get what you get. Um, intuitive gateway. So the intuition comes from, I want you to imagine a valve and it opens and closes. So in your, in your medulla oblongata and then that reptilian part of your brain, right down the little brain, right above the brainstem, the little cauliflower thing. I want you to imagine an imaginary valve. It, it doesn't have to be real. It's just imaginary, but it, it opens and closes. That is your intuition. Your intuition is not some magical thing. It is simply a valve. Or like a sphincter, right? It needs to be really tight. Right. When you're focusing on things, when you've got, you know, I got, I got, I have to drive. I have to, I have to do laundry. I have to, I, I don't know, whatever people do, right? You know, you, you. Now, 
when we dream, we kind of just like, gentlemen, relax your sphincters right. uh, from uh, blazing settles. So uh, I just want people to know where they, where they can get all these great things from. So, yes, when we dream, we relax. You know, we're not in control anymore. We're like, we, oh, my God. Your brain, subconscious mind is like, ah, ah, now I can terrorize you with fun thoughts or evil thoughts. Or, you know, bad dreams, good dreams, happy dreams, ah, or, or no dreams. When we daydream, uh, these things. So again, and, and and when we relax, when we meditate, but that's more like you know I'm for I'm for putting myself in that state. That's that's meditation is putting yourself in that state rather than just going we I'm asleep oh I'm daydreaming. Right. But this is where our intuitive valve will open up, and these crazy ideas, sometimes good, sometimes bad, or some, sometimes productive, sometimes not, because. Again, this is where our our imagination will grab a hold of our intuition and reshape it politely. It's like it politely reshapes its our thoughts before they get to our conscious mind. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I thought maybe you'd like this in red. No, no, I wanted the raw intuitive information. Oh, no, no, we don't do that. Yeah. We shape everything for you. Again, this is why you go to a mystery school and they will help you do all that. But anyway. Uh, at your at an emotion, right? Uh, so the the intuitive gateway in our mind, the imagination and emotion, creativity and and our intuition, they all flow in the same channels. I want you to think like um uh, like a farm, like a corn or wheat or I don't know what the fuck. Um, they've got the little ridges and little irrigation 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 irrigation, <laughs> the little little channels or runnels. Um, where the ground is like a wave. It goes up and down and up and down and up and down in, in rows. Mm-hmm. So when when the water comes, when the water comes, which is also called rain, right? Right. So when the water comes, the, the, the water just kind of naturally goes to the lowest point. It naturally goes. So it and it feeds the crops from the sides. Well, that's like imagine irrigation or, or a series of pipes our intuition, emotion, and uh, and creativity—they all—they all flow down the same damn channels. They flow in the same pipe. So it's—it's, it's, you know, what is it like right brain versus left brain, right? This is all very, gotta get this right, get this right. This is all very right brain stuff, which is our left side, right? So it's all—it's all humble jumbled, which is again why we have mystery schools. They're trying to help you like spaghetti. They're trying to help you pull out the individual strands. So you don't have to go to mystery school, but this is why they have them. I want you to be aware of that. So the thing is that, uh, yes, so we can add emotion. It loves to go right in and in. It, it blends very nicely. So take, here's the next part, though. Take careful notes. So you've done all this stuff, right? Now I want you to take careful notes without lo- losing your focus. Now we know this part. This is part easy part easy part because we we all do it. If your mind wanders too far, it'll change gears and you're in too low will snap done right you're you know how how many times you've been writing or you're coming up with an idea or your brainstorming hey hey what you doing hey hi hi drive idea in your idea we you know or or um you you wake you wake up from a dream right you're like oh my god it's a dream and then you know you lose it so now sometimes sometimes it's like snapping a pencil like snap other times it feels like you're you're slowly losing your grip on some cheesy hollywood movie oh no i'm losing my grip Ah! but the idea 
that you, you know. <sighs> anyway, the point is that don't do that, right? Now, another thing I want you to do is follow your findings. So we've done all this stuff, right? We're, we've done all of these things. It's a lot easier to do than it is to explain. That's why I'm, I'm, I'm over-explaining because I'm not going to be there with you. You're going right. to be on your own and you're going to need to do this. So we do all those things I told you to do. Now you're starting to get these impressions. Take notes, but also follow your findings. Let's say you don't have a pen and paper, right? Yeah. Um, Take notes and follow your findings. Like, uh, okay, which way do I go? Well, here, this this option says this. These are little breadcrumbs. Like, like uh, what's their names? Hansel and Gretel. They left you. Right, right. Now, you're going to be the crow that followed them. You're going to gobble up all those little breadcrumbs because they're leaving them for you. The Hansel and Gretel is your intuition going here you go. We're we're going off to the gingerbread forest. Cha la la. Yeah. Um, bye. But I want to go to the gingerbread forest. Okay, we'll leave some breadcrumbs. If you're smart enough, if you're clever enough to follow us, you know, and it's part of mystery school, right? Is is if you can just get those breadcrumbs, you can't hang out with, you know, you can't hang with us. You you will never be able to hang out with uh Hansel and Gretel until you become a metaphysical master. The rest of us, so so the rest of us have to follow these breadcrumbs that our intuition mm -hmm. giving us. And and so that's what you're doing. Is you this is why your state of mind is focused and aware, but not yappy dog decisive. You're not going to make judgments. You're not going to make analysis or assessment. And at the same time, we're just kind of shooing away, just very politely shooing away all of these unhelpful thoughts that come inside. Mm -hmm. Doing all that. Once you've finished your session, right? If you haven't done so already, grab a pen and a paper or, or have a Word document, but have it open. Mm -hmm. uh, how many times have I, you know, I've done all this work and then I've gone, Okay, I'm at a point where I've got a whole bunch of stuff going in my mind. And I run over, grab a laptop, iPad, turn on, turn on the computer, wait, wait, Windows loading. What is your password? <laughs> Wrong password. Try Do you want to update again. Windows? <laughs> yes. Yeah, oh, look, here, McCaffey wants to give you a danger, danger, uh, <laughs> again, antivirus software. All this stuff, wouldn't you? And then the mind starts going, you know, as long as I'm up, a cup of coffee would be nice. Right. I mean, I don't have any coffee, but if I made a cup of coffee, I can make the pot of coffee and pour the milk in it because I like milk. And, you know, all these things going on in your head and your intuition's going, bye, bye. Papa I'll never see you again, jerk. Yeah, right. So the more steps between your sessions and your actually writing, the more you're going to lose. So, so yeah, this is why, like, this is not mystery school, but self-help authors will say, keep a pen, a pad of paper and a pen by your bed. Right. And they mean that. They mean, like, nightstand, right. night 12 inches from your pillow. So you can just roll over, barely open your eyes, and just go, wow, oh, I'm writing right. a big right. letter. This is how I wrote my first book. I'm writing in big words, big words, big letters. I don't want to get to the end of the page because I'll have to flip the page. Get over to the computer. Slump, slump, slump. Poke. I'm going to try to sleep. And and the only reason why I ever wrote my first, well, my second, my second book. Uh, first one was a handbook for professional 
on its own psychic. The only reason why I wrote my first book for the public was because I literally, now that I, th I never thought about this before, I was so angry. I, I was like, I'm not going to wake up. If I had done the normal thing and woken up, all of that would have gone. But <laughs> but hindsight, because I forced myself, oh, I'm going to try to sleep. And the voice and the intuition was so powerful. It, it I literally channeled. I was typing, and so I was kind of aware of what I was doing, but I was always like, fucking, I should be asleep. I gotta get up in the morning and I'm tired and type and type. 70 pages my first session. Damn. And then I came back the next day and went, oh my God. And it was it garbage? Absolutely. I mean, it had really <laughs> good information, but you first draft you, stuff. <laughs> oh, it was it was worse than first draft. Yeah, it was like notes and, and sections and whatever. But but you know, it was enough to keep me going for the next week. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the week, I had enough to where I was like, this is validating, I should continue it. And see, that's that's another secret there is getting yourself past that first week. Because after about a week, and it could be like a day, a week, a month, but generally about it, you know, it's it, depending on the the scale or volume of your uh, of your project, there will come time. But but I'm going to say about a week, you're going to go, you're going to have a self assessment whether you want to or not, and you're like, look, am I wasting my time? This is dumb. I should just do something else. Hey, look, a squirrel, you know, or <laughs> hey, look, uh, pizza. Oh man, speaking of which, I think I'll pizza tonight. See, already already <laughs> um. This will happen to you. So you need to be proactive and productive enough during your first session to get you through to the next couple of sessions. You need to do those next sessions as quickly as possible and as thoroughly as possible so that when that self-assessment comes up, you want to go, well, it's mostly done. I might as well finish it. Mm -hmm. Now, it doesn't really have to be mostly done, but don't tell yourself that. If you, if you feel like, God, I put so much effort into this. That's a good feeling. That's the thing that will carry you to the finish point. And from somebody who's, you know, started my own businesses, written best-selling books, done, created films that won mm -hmm. dozens of awards. Here's the secret. Well, I just told you a secret, so I'm not going to have to reiterate. Don't, you know, it's easy. People say, don't quit. I've heard that so many times. I would okay, I'm not quitting. I'm not getting any further. I'm not quitting. Mm -hmm. Do the stuff. All right. So going back to this. Um, yeah, too many steps, right? Uh, now, here's what you do. You've done everything I've said, right? Now I want you to carefully separate. You've got your notes. Carefully right. separate out your intuitive notes from your ideas and other ancillary stuff. Mm -hmm. Write it. So ancillary stuff is good. But but now at the point where you're quasi-intuitive, now you, the thing is that your intuition should, again, it's a natural force. It, it will work for you even without training. If you can, if you can tease out, and and, and again, it's like 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 uh, when you go to the salon, right? And your hairdresser's teasing out a knot. They're not like mm -hmm. yank, snip, fuck it. You have short hair now. Ah, <laughs> gently teasing out or not. That's what you're doing. You're teasing out the ancillary fluff that could be valuable. That ancillary fluff, ancillary fluff could be valuable. Don't throw it away, but but don't put it. It's not a ball a bowl of spaghetti. You know, move it off to the side slightly. Be careful about formatting. You can always do you know different font or format and sure. color per page later. 
just just the least amount. If you got to put it in italics, or you got to uh, you, you put it all in caps, or or you know bold, or wh whatever you have to do with the least amount of keystrokes or the least amount of pen movements, you know, circle it. Just uh, do this later, you know, like you literally, literally write down. Do this later. Whatever you need to do, keep it simple. K I S S. Stupid. No, keep it simple and straightforward so that you can just like, because this is all part of training your intuition. The key is you're always focused on your goal. You're, you've got that little metronome beat inside of you. Keep focused. Keep focused. I mean, I, I, it's boring. You're going to hate it. But in the back of your mind, you're going, keep focused. Keep focused. We're walking. We're walking. You, you do that to because otherwise you will wander. Because the creative mind is the intuitive mind. The intuitive mind loves to wander. And it's like, and it loves making connections. Well, what about this? What about this? Well, connections are good when we're doing them intuitively. But if we go, if we're using our creativity, now this would be good for telling a story. It's not good for intuition. So I'm looking at the full card and it's got the yappy dog. Well, yappy dog, that reminds me, I got bit by a chihuahua once. Oh, but, you know, oh my God, I got bit by a chihuahua. Yeah, but you know what? I was 12 at the time and I was trying to do the newspaper. I, I signed up for a you know, thing. I thought it was going to be delivering newspapers like every other boy. Nope. I was selling newspapers. I was like, I didn't want to sell newspapers. And I had this evil boss who was like, go up there and do that. And the dog was like, rawr, rawr, and I was running away. And the dog went, chomp. I was like, ah, hit me, hit me. He's like, wait, be a man. I'm like, I'm 12. I'm by a giant dog. He's like, the dog's like smaller than my hand. But, which you, and, but he did have big hands. But the thing is, oh my god wait what happened to my intuition i'm i'm, not I'm talking about something totally different now this right. is i want to give you the example process you will see your mind doing this so you want to catch yourself as early as possible and remember be gentle be like mary poppins gentle but firm mm -hmm. pick you up move you over there stay there and then and stay you know sit, uh, stay on target stay focused it all works this way okay now, do this a thousand times <laughs> over the next year or two, and then get back to me for more information. Okay? Do everything I said. This is a workshop, all right? So you start out a podcast, turns out a workshop. This is a free workshop. Do all of this stuff. Do all, this, do all of this stuff you're supposed to do. Don't do the bad stuff I mentioned. Uh -huh. Do all of this stuff a thousand times. It takes you a year or two, whatever. Then you can come back to me for me for more information. Absolutely. We'll take you to that next step. Or or you want to save time, you want to save money, you want to save hassle. Stop being such a tight ass. Give me 10 bucks a week and get over to Easy Tarot Lessons and I will take care of you. And I will teach you how to do all this with your tarot cards. All right. Question number two. Why? <laughs> How do you differentiate it to in intuition from imagination? Now, we did cover that, uh, button, yeah. but differentiating intuition from imagination is much harder. This comes with practice and careful, considerate education. Mm -hmm. uh, again, just to remind you, our, our imagination and our intuition run in the same channels in our brain, so they mm -hmm. easily distorted or blended. Now, if you've not gone through the years of constant training and practice that you would get from a reputable mystery school, like any one of the big names that I'd mentioned earlier, um, then, yeah, it's going to be hard. It's not something 
anyone can teach you in a 30 minute podcast. There, there are several methods available, but they take time to master. And these are some of the most closely guarded secrets in the world. So, yeah, people charge money to learn them. But there's no shortage. Just to, you know, I'll leave you this as a parting thought. There's no shortage of scammers who will take your money on the Internet pretending to teach you all of this. So if you want to learn it right away, have fun. You know, I... I don't want you to get scammed. And I don't want to say nobody will teach you but me because it's not even close to true. Right. Do your search, but do your research. Don't just do your search. Do your search. Find a whole bunch of things. Do your research. Find out. And yes, rule number one, use what works for you. Just don't get scammed. So my advice is, to, you know, my personal advice is to listen to this lesson a few times and just do the steps that I've find. It's totally free, right? We've already been through this. Or... Find a mystery school. I've given you some to, to start with looking. You can look on you know, looking online is typing mystery school. God, you're going to get everybody. What you're going to get is people who advertise the best, even if it doesn't look like an advertisement, right? It's if it's called search engine optimization or whatever Google's algorithms, whoever they want to promote, that's who's going to get to the top of the line. That's not necessarily a best search, uh, best mystery school. So I'm not saying go down to page four or page seven. Nobody does that, by the way. Um, Google tells us nobody goes past page one, which sucks. Why would they have more than one page? Uh, but they do. But but join a mystery school. You know, um, just do this. Join a mystery school. Uh, hell, join our academy. You know, you get some study groups. Uh, I mean, I, I get in our study groups. You can, we want you to study with people in a welcoming, friendly environment. Nobody's going to judge you. Right. Safe space. Safe space. Safe space. That's it. <laughs> Literally, you'd be a snowflake. We've invented a safe space. I'm dead serious. It's, we did this all before it's politically correct because it's just the right thing to do. All right. So that uh, that is our how to develop your intuition workshop, free workshop that you just have to suffer through the rants. Um, but there's so much extra information in there. If you are paying attention, this is uh, highly valuable information that normally we, of course, we charge a lot of money for because we know how we're doing. Any questions, add them to the mailbag. Uh, write me at dustywhite.net. Literally, that's that's my email address. Write me at dustywhite.net. Not R-I-G-H-T, just W-R-I-T-E-M-E at Dustywhite. Holy crap, he actually read it. Yes, I, I read the emails. Uh, did I miss anything, or can we let people go? I, I think this is a whole lot of information. I mean, I know there's more and more and more that you could share. But this is a great hour, hour, 15 minute right. workshop uh, free. Thank you very much. This is really going to please the, the person who wrote in that, that question. I, I know it's more information than they hope for. And uh, we really thank you. Thank you very much yeah, for sharing your time. More than they hoped for. Uh, hey, look, I want to thank anybody who made it through this hour and change. Um, all I ask is do it, do it and change your life. Write me a fucking testimonial, but, but right. even if you don't do that, do it, change your life, make the world a better place. And then whatever, you know, cause remember there's going to be people that come after you. So <laughs> people, people will come after you once you know this information. <laughs> now, there's people that, that, that literally 
you know, are born after you. And so if you create a better world for them, hey, you're going to be a hero. And oh, yay for you. Thanks. Bye.